Art of the Assistant. Brought to you from the hills of almost heaven, West Virginia. A podcast created to encourage and assist those who are sitting in the second chair of their ministries and organizations. Hey, welcome to the Art of the Assistant. And I'm Dan Vaughn, sitting here with Treg Spicer. And we're sitting here in beautiful Weston, West Virginia. A little cold this morning. Not as beautiful as Tampa was yesterday, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rub it in, I guess. But uh, mm. we're really excited about today's podcast, and we're going to talk a little bit about time management. And just getting into that subject, I wanted to first say no one is uh, has arrived on this subject. Everybody is learning. Everybody is growing. And so certainly um, I, I feel like that, Treg, you probably have a lot uh, more handle on the subject than I do. I mean, yeah, every we'll morning that I get up, I'm like, ah. yeah. But uh, so, uh, Trey's going to uh, take it away here in a minute and talk a lot about this, and and you're going to hear me do a lot of hmm, uh huh, and I'm I'm going to be taking notes. Uh, but in all of it, we we think about Luke chapter 10 and Jesus' conversation with Mary and Martha. And there's a couple things that really ring true in my heart, especially in this season of, of life. It says that uh, Martha was cumbered about with much service. And the word cumbered means to drag all around. It, it means to be distracted. And so there's a, a concept of she has this load on her, and we see that from the, you know, the context yeah. of, of that account but we also see that she's distracted from what's important. The second thing that Jesus said to her, he said, Martha, you are careful and troubled. And uh, we know from Philippians, it says to be careful for nothing. And so careful is, is us being anxious. And so when it comes to time management and, and how we are getting everything that we have to do accomplished, um, we can be distracted from from the one thing. And that's the other thing that Jesus mm-hmm. said was, you know, this one thing, this important thing. And so um, we're distracted and we're dragging all the cares. We're anxious about all the cares. And so uh, I, I read something the other day that uh, one of our, our ladies put on social media. She said, uh, uh, I have this, 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 and all this laundry, dishes. And, yeah. and so I decided to sit on the couch <laughs> and do nothing. <laughs> and so we can be overwhelmed right. with yeah. everything that there is to do yeah. that we don't get anything yeah. accomplished. True. And so that's what we want to discuss in this episode and in the next as well, is talk a little bit about time management. The, the things that uh, I feel today, Treg, uh, were, were distracted. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's disease right now in this world, and oh, we know yeah. that it's real, uh, and, and that adds to the anxiety. It, it adds to the stress level. It does. There's yeah, the division political, in our country. The political divide that we have. Absolutely. And racism, and it's, it's crazy. And, it really is. And so it leads to discouragement. Yeah. And so when we're discouraged, we lose motivation. We feel like we're in a pit. We can't mm-hmm. climb out of it. And so every day we sink lower and lower and... You know, when you say sink or swim, there's a lot of us yeah. that's sinking in this right. mentality. So right. help us out. Yeah, here. I mean, that illustration is really good. I I just read from a pastor yesterday in his book talking about his cousin was his closest friend growing up, and he was going fishing, and the canoe flipped over. And there were three guys on the boat. One could swim, one could not swim, and his cousin and so he told the guy that could swim, get him to shore. Mm. I'll try to get as much gear as I can and get to shore. Mm. 
And when he was getting all that gear together, he got caught up in it, and he actually drowned. Wow. Um, the sad part was it was his dad who was the head of the fire department that oh, was called man. to the scene. So it was a rough thing. And I have a, another buddy that <clears throat> same exact thing thing happened. And the crazy story is he had lost his leg in Iraq. Hmm. And so he's drowning and and doesn't know what to do. And it just occurs to him, I can pull my leg off. He wow. snapped his leg off that was all tangled up in the bottom of that canoe <laughs> and swam to shore, no problem. <laughs> and And... You know, the I think the illustration or a point would be in that sometimes we're cumbered about with so much, we've got to let something go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. We're trying to get everything done, and we can't. And so so our nose is just above water. We are just a few breaths away from drowning. We don't right. know how we're going to survive, mm-hmm. how I can keep everything going. And, you know, Paul was there. They were on this boat. You remember the boat? And it's, yeah. it's all right. coming. What did they do? They threw everything off the boat. Yeah. They, they got rid of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And God didn't promise Paul at the beginning of that journey, I'm going to save all your stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save all of you. That's good. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not going to save your stuff. Why? Because God can replace the stuff. Stuff isn't important to God. Mm-hmm. And, and it's people that God is concerned with. Gehazi went after the stuff. Yeah. You know, after, yeah. you know, Nahum came and said, hey, I got all this for you. And mm-hmm. Elijah's like, nah, don't need it. And Gehazi's like, yeah, I want the right. stuff. Achan right. said, give me the stuff. Yeah. Lot's wife turned around to, to look at her stuff. And and it's not worth it. Right. You look at the, the end of the story for all those people, and I'm afraid what's happening is we are just consumed with stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And and we want this and we want that and we got to have this and we've got to have that. And it's 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 causing us, like you said, with everything else going on, I think, Dan, just to have this anxiety and this mindset mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I just can't take a deep breath and focus on the needful thing. Right. So we have a movement now to the the minimalist. Minimalist, yes. Yeah. Yes. So to get rid of everything. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's where I live is is in one extreme or another, right. you know, I, yeah. I want it all or I want nothing. Right. And so I think that's where a lot of people are. Yeah. I can't, if I can't manage it, then I'm just yeah. going to get rid of everything. Yeah. So how, how do you do that? Because the balance in there is God has given us tools. Mm-hmm. He has given us stuff to get jobs done. Right. Uh, but when the stuff becomes the distraction, yeah. that's when Man, that's we, we, great... we got to throw stuff overboard. That's, let's title, we got to title this podcast that, when the stuff becomes a distraction. Yeah, that's good. Because I think it does. You know, I, I look at my, where we're living right now is we we sold our home in two hours. Wow. And what are we going to do? Well, we're going to buy a house. We couldn't find a house because houses are selling so quickly in Morgantown. By the time we'd go look at it, it was already sold. And so we ended up putting all of our stuff in two storage buildings <laughs> and moving into a camper. And when we did that, I'm standing there and I'm looking at these two 10 by 20s. <laughs> I'm like, man, that's everything I own. Right. Because we got rid of the stuff we didn't need. Right. And, and there's our lives yeah. right there. And you know what it was? It was stuff. Yeah. And, you were an and, evangelist that wasn't, that wasn't traveling. <laughs> no. no. And let me tell you, after living in a camper, I have no desire right, to right. travel. Hats off to you guys. You know? <laughs> um, but it's stuff. Yeah. And, and we, we do, we get caught up with that. So as you guys are, are listening, you know, I'm not a minimalist, even though I admire those guys. Yeah, I follow sure. some of them on YouTube uh-huh. and their podcasts. I think it's, you know, I think it's awesome what they do, but I like my shirts. Yeah. I, I need to have more than just one, <laughs> one shirt. Um, but, but what, with our time, what happens guys is we have all these things that are needful, but I'm afraid that 
the I know for a fact the average person spends two hours and twenty minutes a day on social media. Yeah, man, that's a lot of time right. that we're we're just blowing on yeah. wasted stuff and energy. You you throw in everything else that that we're spending time on, and we're drowning in these kind of things. Yeah. And so what what is needful? So as I look at a, a day-to-day life and time management, you know, one thing we've been trying to do is keep this practical. Mm-hmm. And so what are some practical things that, that we can do to help me manage my time and be productive? So I'm just going to just talk about a couple things that I do. Yeah. Um, and hopefully if you guys like it, if you don't, fine. I don't care. This is just my two cents worth yeah. on some practical for you. Um, the first thing that is most practical for me is I have an iPhone. So if you go on your iPhone, you go to settings, you go to screen time, Mm -hmm. you've got a lot of availabilities there that you can do with your phone. So I have completely shut down everything but texting, podcast, audiobooks, and phone until 10 a.m. So I, because for me, my most productive time is 6 to 10. Okay. 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., that's when I can go. Is that at home or is that in the office? That's or is that at home. both? Yeah, that's at okay. home. If I go to the office, it's done. Right, right. You know, there's so much going on, and I've got this, and I've got that, and can you sign this? So I stay out of the office, but I'm, I'm unique, too, because we have a Christian school. Right. So I'm sitting in my, for instance, I'm sitting in my office this morning writing things down for our podcast, and my son comes in and wants to see the fish, and Dad, you feed the fish, how's it doing this morning? Because right. I've got a saltwater tank in yeah. there, and we just got the first fish. Oh, so cool. Okay. That's the attraction. You right. Know? Well, that there goes your concentration, there uh-huh. goes everything. So I like to stay home and, and work from home in the mornings. Now, again, I'm living in a camper. That, that's not practical. I can't wait to sure. get our house, Lord right. willing, next week. And have my home office again. Awesome. So, so six to ten is just go time. Hmm. And when you're sitting there and you're reading or you're writing or you're developing a podcast, you're preparing a sermon. Within thirty minutes, you're like, man, I wonder what's going on on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I wonder if anybody messaged me. Yeah. You know. Right. I wonder who posted what. I wonder who liked my picture last yeah. night. Who's seen my story? And instantly, you're distracted. Right. You grab your phone. You look. Twenty minutes later. 30 it minutes later, in. an hour later, it does. That scrolling. It does. Yeah. And, and you've lost all that time. Mm-hmm. And, and I found myself doing it. And so I, I nixed it yeah. that much. Now, as I was walking this morning and thinking, I thought, you know, I think my next step's going to be limiting. Because mm-hmm. you can go each app and you can only have so much time on each app. Yeah. As long Someone as you're not the one that has the password. That's <laughs> yeah, I know. I know things like ignore, ignore. Right. So, so limit that. And now I do have the password for the morning because there are times I need to get, mm-hmm. I need to get on and do something. Right. But honestly, it's such a hassle mm-hmm. that it's like, it's not worth it for me all the right. time. Now, if I limit the app, I'll have to have my wife set up a password or something. Right. That way I don't. Honey, give me the password. Yeah, get, no, no yeah, you no, said you've had to. your 20 minutes and you're done, son. <laughs> yeah. But just for my own protection, not yeah. protection. I mean, it's not sin, but it can be because it's just wasting time. Right. You know, it does. It just sucks you in and, and you're looking at that and it goes from one thing to the next. And, right. And again, there's good things. I'm in, I'm in groups and I love those groups. Mm-hmm. But like the ministry connection page is great, but... You know, somebody puts something and then they answer the questions. Mm-hmm. It really has nothing to do with me. It right. doesn't matter. Right. But what do I find myself doing? Yeah. Well, let's read that. Uh-huh. And let's check that out. I wonder what they're doing for communion. Mm-hmm. What, you know, 
Right. And then you're, you're, half your morning's gone. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? One, one train of thought leads into another yes. that leads into another. Yes. So I like that. Protect your time and whatever your most uh, productive time is. Mm-hmm. I know guys that, uh, and I've been surprised because there, there are some people that, that most people yeah. that, that I follow, their most productive time is in the morning. Yeah. But I do know guys that say, you know what, I can be up at 12, 1 o'clock and yeah. not affect me, and it's yeah. fine. If that's, if that's you, then protect that time. Right. So what you're saying is the, the very first thing is protect whatever time you're setting aside, yeah. that, that time set aside for study, for, mm-hmm. for the needful thing, yeah. for that one thing yeah. that's needful. Exactly. That's good stuff. Yeah, so you, you need to do that. And, and as assistants, I think one of the other dangers is – you you don't necessarily have just one thing. Mm-hmm. Man, I've got to do this, and I've got to do that, and then I've got to do this. And, and so we have an array, and I called a couple pastors before this podcast of, of large churches and said, hey, can you give me your assistant schedule? Mm. And their response was, they really don't have one. Yeah. And it's true. It's the you gopher. know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. there's so much going on. And so I think, I think it's a trick, too, to figure out, what is the important thing? Mm-hmm. And that might change day to day, right. even, you know. So, so the important thing for me to do this morning is to get the Sunday school lessons ready for everyone. The important thing for me to do tomorrow is make sure I've got the visitation list ready for visitation Tuesday afternoon. But it's that those things I need to get done. Right. And making sure I'm making time for that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So for, for the assistant... Um, like you say, it's very, very important that much, much of what the assistant does is based off what the pastor or their leadership or what's going right. to needs to happen. Right. So that's always going to be a thing. But I, I firmly believe that they have to set aside that time. And it may be when it's not your required time. If you have staff exactly. devotions at 9 a.m., then your your time needs to be you know six to eight yeah. what you know whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, but it has to be something that's set aside. I love the idea about uh, limiting your notifications and just mm-hmm. shutting everything yeah. off and um, share share with us. Um, you had mentioned about uh, someone suggested for you to get a second phone. Yeah, yeah, I think it's great if you guys um, probably you know, an assistant yeah. salary, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think a second phone is a great idea. Mm-hmm. So what that is is I have my main phone. Everybody has that number. Right, it's everywhere. But you have your backup phone. Now it's not an iPhone 12. Okay, um, it's uh, somebody gave us a couple of sevens. Their business didn't need any more. Mm-hmm. So that iPhone seven, you put a SIM card in it. I think it's 15 extra bucks a month. Yeah. Okay, over the long haul. Right. I mean, come on. Some of us are spending that on Starbucks yeah. a week. Hey, be careful. You know? <laughs> so, or in a coffee shop. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, and, and so 15 bucks a month on our plan, I've got a phone that has a number that my wife and my assistant and the church secretary has. Yeah. And so on Monday morning from 6 to 10, Tuesday morning from 6 to 10, if I they need to get a hold of me. They can. If there's an emergency, they know how to reach me. Yeah. But my other phone is gone. Yeah. Voting to whatever, and just a couple people have that number. As an assistant, make sure your pastor yeah. has it because right. you want your sure. pastor to be able to access you at any time. Right. Um, but man, that's a it's a huge help and can really save a lot. Yeah. Um, another thought on that note is forward your calls. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't have a second phone. But what I've started doing at, at certain times is just call forwarding to the church office. Yeah. Um, so 
uh, when the secretary's there, she can pick up. And if it's my wife or if it's somebody, you know, that, that needs to talk to me, right. she can go ahead and, and yeah. uh, you know, relay that message. Yeah. But that's another option. As absolutely. Well. Absolutely. And, you know, and I've heard of some guys now what they're doing is their voicemails say, if you um, need me immediately, shoot me an email. Huh. Because I don't know about you, Dan, but I'm terrible about voicemail. Yeah. I mean, I've literally, I'm going to open my phone right now. I have, I'm going to go to voicemail. Um, three, three calls right there that I've not even checked. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know they've left it, and right. I know with an iPhone I can hit it and I can read right. it, but I haven't even done that. But emails I check. Yeah. And it's just weird. It's just where we live today. Right. Well, you know? a voicemail is usually, hey, hope you're doing all right. And there's, right. there's like this right. 30 second before they get yeah. to the point. Or, yeah. hey, you're supposed to be at the dentist and you're not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I don't want to check that either. Right. But the, the emails, you know, they're continually being pushed through. I'm seeing them. I'm scanning them. And if I see an email from some a person, I'm going to read it. Yeah. You know, and then I've got a written record of that happening. And I think that's a, I think that's a good thing as well when yeah. you're doing that. Yeah. So, all right. Setting aside that time. Yep. Not every morning. Is that every morning? Not for every you? morning. No. No. So, so that's how many my Monday, Tuesdays. Monday, Tuesdays. Yeah. Okay. I, I really, I hammer Monday, Tuesday. Okay. And, and my, my point of that in the, in the next episode, maybe I can get into my schedule a little yeah. more, um, is Mondays and Tuesdays are devoted to study. And so I, I pour myself into my Sunday morning message mm-hmm. and my series on those two yeah. days. Um, Monday, I also do our blog. So I write Monday afternoons on a blog. So Monday's a full day. Yeah. And reason being is I take Friday off. Saturday's pretty much a rest day for me. Yeah. So going into Sunday morning, I'm 100%. Yeah. Coming into Monday morning, I'm 90. Right. So I'm still feeling good on Monday. So we're going to do an episode on the Saturday night special. Yeah, yeah, That's going to be will. helpful and, and talk about that a little yeah. bit. One of the few pastors that I know that actually take the weekend yes. off yes. instead of that you know, and I, I thought it. only Baptist preachers and uh, <laughs> and barbers took Mondays off. You know, <laughs> no, I work Monday and I love my Mondays. Yeah, and and we can talk about that when we yeah, get sure. there. So that's what I do. On, but let's say Friday, you know, I know a pastor that won't go home on Friday until a sermon's done. Hmm. So he's in the office on Friday, and he's and then Saturdays to go over it and get it in yeah. your heart and mind. If that's your schedule, okay, or Sunday school lesson, or your Sunday night sermon, or whatever it is then that's your big thing. Right. Yeah. Get all your distractions away and pour yourself into that sermon or that prep or whatever it is. So how, how does an assistant apply that when he really needs to be, you know, his, his schedule is kind of at the disposal right. of, of someone right. else? Right. Let me, let me finish. That's a good question. Yeah. So I'll finish this. We're about, um, let's wrap this one up. Then we get sure. some more practical. But let me leave it with this story. We can talk about it. Um, later when it comes to that, and I'll answer the question with that. So a time management expert was speaking to a group of business students, and he pulled out a one-gallon wide-mouth jar and set it on the table in front of him. I've actually done this myself in church mm. and did this illustration. So he pulled out this one-gallon wide-mouth jar and set it on the table in front of him. So he took about a dozen fist-sized rocks, and he carefully placed them one at a time in the jar. When no more rocks would fit inside, he asked the class, is this jar full? Hmm. Everyone said yes. And he said, ah. And he reached under the table and he pulled out a bucket of gravel. So he poured some in and he shook the jar and then he filled up some more gravel and he shook the jar and the gravel worked its way in between the larger rocks and he asked the class again, is the jar full? By this time, the class was on to him and they said, probably not. And he's like, good. 
So he reached under the table and he brought out a bucket of sand. And he dumped the sand in, and it went into all the spaces left between the rocks and the gravel. Mm -hmm. Once more, he asked, is the jar full? And the class shouted, no. He said, good. And he grabbed a pitcher of water, and he poured it until the jar was full to the brim. Then he asked the class, what is the point of the illustration? Now, when I did this at church, it makes a mess, so be careful if you do this. (laughs) So what's the point? And one eager beaver said, the point is, no matter how full your schedule is, if you try really hard you can always fit more things into it. Hmm. And the professor said, no, that's not the point. The point is, if you don't put the big rocks in first, you'll never get them in at all. Yeah. So as an assistant, what you've got to do, and I encourage you to do this before you go home, Gary Smalley says 10 minutes of prior preparation will save you an hour of prep time the next day. Yeah. So before you go home at night, I want you to sit down and think, okay, what are my big rocks tomorrow? And because your schedule does change. So tomorrow is youth group, and I've got chapel, and I've got this, and I'm going to be, you know, ministering at that church or speaking Mm -hmm. for that event. And so you find your big rocks, and then you set up your schedule with blocks of time Mm -hmm. to put the big rocks. So you, 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 you don't, you know, mow the grass. You don't do the laundry. You know, you're not going to clean the prophet's chamber because a missionary is not coming till next week. That's not a priority. Right. Okay, that's not a big rock. It is Mm -hmm. if he's coming, the missionary is coming today. Absolutely. But if it's next week, you you put that stuff off Mm -hmm. because that's not priority. You figure out what your big rocks are. Yeah. And then you set your schedule accordingly. Mm -hmm. And then you go in, and Gary Smalley wrote a book called Eat That Frog. Mm -hmm. Um, Mark Batterson's new book, Win the Day, has a chapter called Eat That Frog. Mm -hmm. And the point is, the worst thing that I have to do tomorrow is eat a frog. So as soon as I get up, I'm going to swallow it. <laughs> so right. I don't right. have to think about it anymore. Right. And so the big rock is the frog. Get her done. Right. Whatever it is. So the hard make task, sure it's done. uncomfortable yes. task, Just, anything that yeah. is hanging over your head that um, yeah. that you're thinking, oh, I don't want it. So rather than procrastinate, yeah. do it first do thing, it. and then the rest of your day is. Because let's face it, if we know we got to preach on Sunday, we're, we're <laughs> wanting to put that off till Saturday night. Yeah. Right. And no, right. get it done. Yeah. And that way you have it. That's good. Yep. That's good stuff. So there you go, guys. I hope that's a, a practical. Yeah. This uh, is almost an introduction. There are a lot more It's to just talk an introduction. About. Yeah, I know. Uh, so we'll I was come worried back about next that. Time. Yeah, I, I could talk about this all day. Right. Right. Uh, absolutely. So, and guys, if you, um, if you go to tragespicer.com and go to Art of the Assistant, um, we're working on an Art of the Assistant website right now, but I've just got it tagged into my own personal. So if you go to Art of Assistant, we're going to have these some resources for you there, some time management tools that you can utilize that can help you along um, setting up your schedules. And, and um, I'll have some stuff on there for you that, that might be of a help to you. So tragespicer.com and just go down and click Art of the Assistant. Dan? All right. Hey, thanks for listening. And we're excited to be back with you next week. Talk about more about time management when the stuff becomes the distraction.